the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. David Ross is probably somewhere between Miami and here at this point, but we're expecting him back next weekend. Uh, how's everything going, guys? Everything's going great. How are you guys doing? doing it was well. a little cold this morning. I was going to say, doing well, but a little chilly. Yeah. A little chilly, but not as cold as we thought it was going to be. It, I, yeah, I thought there was some disparity. Some of the weather talked about low mid to low 30s or high 30s in Poway, and it was not quite there this morning. No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't at my house either in, in Scripps. Nice and clear. It was very beautiful, clear. It was 40, clear. though, 40 yeah, in the car. Yeah, I realize I'm getting... Older and softer because I've definitely. It yeah. may not have been as it may not have been as cold as I thought it was going to be. But it was cold enough for me. And you're not in shorts this morning. No, which is, I know. Yeah. That's, that's, that's telling. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. So either you're getting older, or it's getting colder. I think it's just get. I think I'm just getting older. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think it's the. I don't, I don't think the temperatures change that much. I'm just not correct. Just not dealing with it as well. That's exactly it in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we have going on this weekend? And both, once again, both stores. There's no classes for the month of December, so classes are dark in both stores. However, in Balboa Park, according to the San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation website, um, today, the 11th, um, there's a cactus and succulent show and sale at the uh, Casa del Prado. Which look, if the weather holds out the way that it is, it looks like it's going to be a nice day. Might be a nice day to go down and uh, yeah, stroll through the park and maybe take a look at the. Cactus and succulents. It's supposed to be a nice weekend in general. I, I think, think so. Today and tomorrow, and then start getting a little cloudy and colder and rainy. Well, aren't it? Yeah, somebody uh, said there's rain in the in the forecast. Yeah, somebody okay. said Monday, like Tuesday, two, two to four inches or yeah. something like oh, that. Oh wow! Which really surprised me because as rainy as it was on didn't get was it thir- was Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. We got less than three tenths of an inch. Oh really? In Powell, but not by yeah. much. We had point two nine. Yeah, it was point oh, two okay, nine. Okay, but so. still, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. But, I thought that was supposed to be the big day, but it didn't seem to. It, well, yeah, I guess there was. Rain we had a, we had a couple of we had a couple of uh, we had a couple of big squalls blow through, but I I, I thought we got a little when I when I when I left when I left Thursday afternoon and came back and came back in on came back in yesterday morning. I thought we were going to have a much higher gotcha. total on the uh, weather station, but we alas we did 
we did not. But it's a good start. And if it, you know, yeah. we had that quarter inch, a little bit more than a quarter inch there, and we get some more this week, it's a nice, uh, well, yeah, nice yeah, start absolutely. to the rainy any, season. Any, any little yep. bit helps. Uh, also, mark your calendars on the 19th in Balboa Park. The Bermillion Society is going to have a show and sale as well. So you might, either of those, you might find, if there's a plant lover in your family, you might find something interesting Correct. and unusual for, to for pick Christmas up for, presents, for a yes. Christmas present. Or, um, and up at the up in Encinitas at the San Diego Botanical Gardens, they have the the light show, and I've got them. They're um, I think that started last weekend. Yes, on the fourth. I've got. Right. I wrote it down on a completely separate piece of paper that I did not have <laughs> handy. Um, yes, from the tenth. Now it's going to be the tenth through the twenty third. So last night through the twenty third, and the twenty sixth through the thirtieth, and it's from five thirty to nine. Uh, you do have to make reservations because it's timed entry. So go to the website, and and you can do that. And 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 we have done that. So we're prepping to go here. I think next week. Yeah, we'll probably end up we'll probably end up going one one night within the next within the next uh, few days or so. It's a it's it re, it really is pretty spectacular. And I don't have the details for it, but if you if you do a search for, I think it's Enchanted Village. There's a big holiday light show down in Dave's neighborhood. It's off of um, Campo Road. Oh, really? Down, down huh. in Spring Valley, yeah. Uh, I'm not exactly Enchanted sure where village? it is. Yeah, they said it's eight acres of uh, light lights and huh. all kinds of stuff. So you might want to check that. You can you can look that up online and check that out. Um, but that's about all that's going on right now. It's yeah, when is that? When's the... the, uh, when's the uh, the light parade down in the harbor. Oh, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow right. and the following Sunday. Okay. So that's tomorrow and tomorrow and the nineteenth. Yeah, a lot of people so. go to that. That's kind of neat. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna go down. We, okay, yeah, very we, cool. We go down and we'll go down and throw some stuff on the boat and then walk over to Shelter Island, watch the parade. Yeah, and walk back cool. and hang out on the boat until the yeah traffic gonna, thins out. We're gonna go tomorrow as well. Yeah, so I think. I'll probably get a text here in a moment confirming that. But. <laughs> or telling you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. What else is going on these days? Oh, got a interesting note. We got a email from our from one of our dry goods suppliers and the company Organicide that makes the Be Safe right. insecticide. They're done. They're shutting down on December thirty first. What happened? I they didn't say. Huh. Uh, I but they're they are no longer going to be in be producing product. We do still have it on the shelves right. in in Poway. I'm sure you guys have some in San Diego. So if that's I know we sold, if we that, sold quite a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. If if that's a product that you that you use and you're happy with, I would suggest that you get into Stock up whichever and, retailer that you purchase it from and buy what you can because once it's gone, it's probably going to be gone. I don't know if we're going to be able to get more or not. It's that's too bad. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That's um, a, a, I think that's a sesame, sesame oil, oil product, right? right. Yeah, right. And yeah. It, it's listed as a fungicide, miticide, and insecticide. Correct. Yeah, and probably a salad dressing as well. I <laughs> could, could. Some of those they definitely could be yeah. I mean, when you when you look at them. And, uh, yeah. Garlic oils and the right. Even liquid fence could could pretty much be a just a, a rotten Caesar salad yeah, if dressing. Yeah, if you could get over the smell, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember we had a cus- had a customer dropped a. A quart, oh, a quart of it in, in the, the store. store one time, and David and I had to clean it up, and it was all we could do to clean it up without, yeah, 
spilling yeah. our lunch all over the exactly. place. It's, it smelled so bad. It yeah. would, but the amazing thing, it works really well. And the amazing thing about it, though, is once it dries, you you don't you can't smell it. I mean, the, the we can't smell it. The right, the rabbits the and the yeah. other critters yes. and stuff they 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 can smell it. The other thing that's the other thing that you have to be really careful of when you're when you're using liquid fences, you they tell you to put like a three or four foot barrier around your yard. Well, you got to make sure that all the rabbits or whatever it yeah. is you're trying to Oats. maintain are outside of your yard before yeah. you put that down because they won't leave if they're inside right. of the barrier. So just one of those things you have to yeah, it's, have to watch does, out does, for. Does it say that on the label? I don't know if it does or not, yeah. but it – It just it, comes it perhaps just, from it, experience. It, right. No, no, right. no, I get yeah. that, but it's like, oh – you know, you know what's yeah. another good good. I mean, we're talking about smelling good smelling products. Is the the bonide, uh, the the burnout, the herbicide, yeah, it's the, citric acid and clove oil. Clove oil, yes. That, that smells to me like a, an Easter or a Christmas ham with all the cloves in it. Correct. Growing up, and I, I actually like that smell. I enjoy going out and spraying that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of the benefits of of some of the natural ones. The oil, there's there's actually a, there's a lot of there's a lot of products that have essential oils in them now. Oh, yeah. Cinnamon I mean, oil, cinnamon clove oil, oil yeah. sesame oil. I mean, there's there's all kinds of them now. Um, well, I think Dr. Earth's primarily when I don't yeah, know. Do- yeah, you're right. The Dr. Earth one reads like oil. a salad right, dressing. it does, yeah. Sesame yeah. seed like oil, clove oil, garlic. Yep. Yeah, there's all kinds of. That's all, interesting. Yeah. All kinds of good stuff in there. Uh, you know, one of the things that we were, George and I were talking about yesterday uh, at work with the forecast that it was supposed to be down, it was supposed to be freezing in Poway last night, uh, but we are getting into the we're getting into into the depths of winter, and freezing temperatures are not uncommon around San Diego. Right. So you want to make sure that you if if we are forecast to get down in into freezing or below freezing, that if if you have frost Pro- sensitive stuff, plants, start yes. protecting stuff. Uh, I know we keep. We keep frost blankets at the nursery in Poway, mostly for the bedding, mostly for the bedding plants. Um, but if it, if it's going to get cold, we before we leave at night, we go out and cover everything. And it doesn't take right. much; it just, just even a, a thin sheet or a, a, a thin frost blanket right. will we'll, we'll keep will keep stuff from from freezing. Uh, some of the things, a couple, two of the things that we most commonly see frost damage on are uh, hibiscus and and bougainvilleas. And if we do get frost damage on stuff like that, what typically will happen is the, say you have kind of a round shrub, the top of the plant will burn. The burn, bottom, yeah. the bottom will be fine, but the typically, top, the, yeah, that's the, great. The, the top will burn. And if you get that burn on it, you're just probably it, just yeah. leave it there because if you go and cut, if you go and trim the burn area off, yeah, and we have another, another frost, exactly. it's just going to keep moving farther down. The damage is going to just keep moving down. So yeah, people that have potted plants can move them against the house. Move or, them against the house, or, under an eave, yeah, under, under an eave, eave, yep. yeah, exactly. on a patio. Uh, if it's something yes. that's really frost sensitive, Bogan, put, I mean, I'm put, sorry, uh, plumerias. plumerias. Yeah. Put it in your garage. Yeah, you know, just right. just get it out. Just get it out of the cold. And and, and even an old yeah, bed, an old bed sheet will work too. Exactly. Just just if throw it's something feasible over feasible to throw something over it. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty. It, it's it's easy to manage. It's just you have to think um, about you just it. Got, just got to remember to yeah. do it. This yeah. is where you lose your your the last vestiges of your your basil 
plants. As soon as that frost comes, they just turn black. Yeah. I remember drop having off them. A, uh, plumeria on my deck in University City, and I didn't. I mean, it got cold, but I never thought it would get that cold. And and it did. But oh, you were yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it took me like, and I like. I don't even remember, like, three weeks I walked, you know, it's like, got cold, I walked back there, like, three weeks later, and it's like, yeah, it's completely <laughs> gone. gone. Yeah. 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 yeah I've got one, I've got one out on my, out on my pool deck, and I'm guessing it must just, be, it's probably, it's probably four feet from the pool, I'm guessing that the pool the uses it. Right is a, enough of a heat sink, even though the pool's freezing cold. Right, you wouldn't it, want to get it, in. It, but yeah. It's still warmer it's, than the surrounding it's, it's area. Warmer right. than the surrounding area. So I've never, I, I fortunately, I've never had a never Situation. had an issue yeah. with it at, at this point in time. Um, you know, and along with the rain, make sure you turn your sprinklers off. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, I well, I, I was ahead of the game and actually turned them off on my way to work. On Thursday morning, so uh, I should be in good shape. And we, we you know, and three tenths of an inch of rain—that's a—that's a decent—that's a decent amount of rain. That right. should that should last at least, especially I would when, say at least a week. I would maybe think so. 10, maybe ten days, especially with the shorter days. Yeah, the yeah. shorter days is not you know not as hot, and the soil's not going to dry out nearly as quickly. So yeah. and shorter yeah. days for only ten more days. That's right. And On the twenty-first at seven fifty-nine a.m. we. If that's around. our solstice, yeah. and we start getting longer days, albeit so, tiny little increments, but nonetheless, right? Yeah, you'll notice it by the first week of January. Yeah. Oh, it's lighter out. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, so make sure you save yourself some money over the holiday season and uh, turn yeah. your sprinklers off because you'll need it in the summer for all those plants you're putting in that you're gonna <laughs> that you're gonna have to replace that you didn't cover up for the frost. Correct. So, uh, and hope and supposedly Northern California is supposed to get. A lot more rain this year than we are it, right. it, with the La, La Nina uh, event that's going on. So hopefully well, they, they need will, more than us. I they think, they right? they do they do. And you know that last storm that came through, they got they got a tremendous that's what sixteen feet in the Orville Dam. Well, that's You're, what I was going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so heat. Well, it seems like huge numbers. I guess it 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 it, not, it, 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 it it it's it's a huge number. Yeah. Um. I, it it's pretty it it is pretty impressive, and I know um, uh, Mammoth is open. They're okay. they, and they were expecting they were expecting more snow out of this storm as well. I believe so. Well, so, especially then the storm coming up, right? I would Supposedly. think so. I would think so. Yeah, and then Hawaii got a ridiculous amount of rain too. Um, they got they got hit really hard, which is strange because. The the Big Island got hit really hard, and Oahu got hit really hard. Maui didn't appear to be hit that hard. And I have friends that were over there when the storm came through, and they didn't have any problems, but they had huge flooding in They had Oahu. some significant winds in Maui. Uh, my son is in Maui. Oh, sent, that's right. Living yeah. there and sent yeah. some photos of all of his uh, canna uh, lilies, rather. This, oh, this, this, right just stands of uh, canna lilies and banana trees are, that are just over. lying just down. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We'd love to talk to you. We're going to take a break, and we're going to be back with more right after this.
your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. This is important news. If you have unfiled tax returns, the IRS is shifting gears and ramping up investigations on non-filers this year. If you fail to file your tax returns for a year or more or you owe back taxes, now's the time to call Optima Tax Relief before the IRS finds you. Optima is America's number one most trusted tax resolution firm specialized in helping individuals, families, and businesses get right with the IRS. They're experts in the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, a powerful new program that can make resolving tax issues easier. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes, and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over $1 billion in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Uh, during the break, we were talking about a few of the other plants that you might want to watch out for if we're expecting uh, frost. Frost. Yeah. frost. Uh, Lantana was one that you brought up. Yeah. And it typically won't kill them, but it'll, it will. Right. They're it can burn bullet, them back. Yeah, bulletproof plants. I mean, they're very easy to grow, but yeah. They, they one can, thing one thing that does hit them is frost, frost, and yeah. some fungal issues. In that, when it's wet, Correct. they tend to look a little ratty in the winter, even if they don't get frost. That is true. Yeah, they 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 can get that bacterial spot, and right. then the the, the, bug. the lace the la, uh, lantana lace bug. Yeah, the right. lace bug it can just it'll just just yeah. ravages. Them. Yeah, there's no sense like again, like you said, cutting them back this time of year either. Let them nope. let them look ugly, yeah. and then as it starts to warm back up. Because they're beautiful can, on the inside, Mark. Yeah, exactly. And then you can trim them and they'll go right back out. Yeah. I know that in Poway, we have a list of some of the plants that we, we like to cover if it gets a little, you know, uh, if, frost. And, and yeah. like hookera and uh, mm-hmm. impatience begonias are a couple that we cover up. Yeah, impatience and begonias, just, they'll just turn to mush. Yes. yes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're not, they're not a big fan too, of the cold. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have to talk about? Uh, oh, you had a customer came in with a yeah, yesterday. With, with with the ivy problem. Yeah, now, Mark. I, I don't know if you've ever. Heard. I had a, a customer yesterday. He was looking at a way to prevent ivy from, you know, the conversation. Sorry, I've got ivy an ivy issue. I need to, you know, cut some of it out. And how do I keep it from growing? And we, I started talking about, you know, cutting it, maybe a, a barrier, and and obviously some Roundup or something to kill it. But his problem was unique, and as we've pulled the string back it actually had gotten he has a a, a custom-made home in rb with a uh, a turret kind of round facing with a window up on the second story and the ivy actually went between the walls it had gone up at the bottom of the weep hole for the stucco oh, wow. had grown up in between the studs up and then it started coming through the inside the house and cracking the window frame 
Holy cow. And so Ivy is aggressive. It is aggressive. Sure. Yeah. And uh, the, the Western Garden book, uh, the, the, the last edition, I think it was 2012, has a, a little blurb in it that says the dark side of English ivy. Because, <laughs> and it, it just how you know, difficult it can be to eradicate. It can you know, damage mortar. Right. So, anyway, so we talked about you know, potential ways to fix it. And, uh, but it was interesting. I'd never had that growing inside the walls. Yeah, I have not I heard. Yeah, I don't think I've heard that I either. I could see either. it doing it, but I wouldn't have never. I would have I never, never thought, thought about of, that. Yeah, yeah, I never would have thought about well, it. Well, I, I think about it because at Caprese, there's a there's a um, hun, uh, not a honeysuckle, a uh, jasmine uh, near the garage, and it's growing. On you know, when the garage door touches the ground, it's like mm. sneaking in and wrapping around the railing of, oh, of, oh, of, the, of the garage uh, door. So they they can they go everywhere. Oh yeah. Well, I re- plants are uh, tough. I remember before they before they rebuilt the grandstand at uh, Del Mar. Del Mar, okay. Down around the paddock area, they they were completely covered with ivy, and it was Algerian ivy. And right, the tr- grief, and yeah. the and the trunks on oh the, the ivy huge. they they were like four or five inches in diameter. Oh, yeah. I mean it it was it was pretty amazing how big they were, but you know. They were probably planted by Bing Crosby himself, exactly, <laughs> and the, or Pat, yeah, yeah. Pat and they, yeah, and they they tore the. I didn't realize it was that long ago, but they the all the all the original grandstands at Del Mar were torn down in like ninety one and ninety two is when they was replaced. it that long ago? Yeah, wow, yeah, I was yeah we did we got a we got a, Melly and I got a tour of the yeah you of the track that. and it was yeah I was I, I mean I, was I remember surprised. When I was told, well I guess I don't remember. I wouldn't have well, guessed that. I don't remember what I don't remember what the grandstands were like before the, what it is now. Because I, I, oh, I don't think I ever really went into it right, before. Right. But I remember because you they have they would have during the fair they would have displays all through Correct. the paddock area. Correct. So you, that was the area that I used to used to go to. But um, yeah, well, yeah. Was, Ivy trunks. I mean, I've seen it gets well. I used really to have big. it on the side of my house in University mm-hmm. City. Um, ivy on a wall. And yeah, I mean, we're talking. I mean, I think the ivy, and I don't know how long it had been there, but well, you see, some of the trunks must have been, you know, like yeah. four inches yeah. or five inches in diameter. Yeah. I mean, plants will take over. Obviously, right. I mean, you see archaeological sites, you know, in, right. in in South America or in Mexico that just you know, a radar finds it and then they dig it up and it was you know plants and and they just slowly get into every crack and crevice Correct. and can destroy exactly. foundations, etc. Just tear it apart. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's interesting stuff. Uh, let's see. Let's go grab all my notes here. There was I saw on the news the other day, and then went and looked it up. Uh, the there's a huge return of monarch butterflies in California this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Which I. Uh, what do they tag them? I'm just. Kidding. I yeah they 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 count them somehow, uh, but you know they were the monarchs were. Yeah, they were like they were on the they were on yeah. the verge verge of extinction last year, right? And now they've just had this huge resurgence. And the the interesting thing was they cited in the they cited in the article that th- the things that the things that led to their demise or apparent demise was uh, shrinking habitat, climate change, and there was one other one I can't remember what it was. None of that changed. They didn't. They didn't get more habitat. The climate's still changing. 
And the other, the third factor um, didn't change. I can't remember what it was now, but that didn't change either. And I was like, so. Yeah, what happened? So what happened? Was this Did just they a, have is, a conclusion? Is it, is, is, uh, no. Uh, they I did, think it's they, because we sell a lot of good milkweed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's it, probably the reason. I that, that could be, that could very well be it. Um, but. Yeah, the three the three main factors that went into that went into their decline had not changed at all, and now we're and well, perhaps for, this for, is the, perhaps, for the good. They're 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 coming back. Yeah, perhaps it's cyclic. Maybe yeah. there's a some Maybe periodicity natural, there where there's a natural you know ebb and flow. Yeah, you, I don't know, that, but the good news is they're they're back. They're they're coming yeah. back. And, like the Terminator. Uh, yeah, and that it was up in it's up in Northern California. I can't. I can't remember the city where they, but it's somewhere up in, in the north north coastal area. I want to say by Redwood City or somewhere up in that okay. area where they where they tend to congregate, and they they had a lot of them this year uh, compared to last year. So so they're make they it seems like they're making a comeback, and let's hope that that yeah, continues. that continues in the in the right so keep direction. planting nectar sources in your yard for Correct. butterflies. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Back keep, to Mark's lantana. Yeah. yeah, one of them. Yes, one of them. Yes. Yeah, we we planted That's a, another thing. By the way, that was very uh, frost sensitive that we felt in San Diego's Pentis, which oh is, really? Yeah, hmm. we had issues. You couple, of, I don't remember how many years ago, and typically we don't. I mean, we'll get frost in San Diego, but not that frequently down at the nursery. No, you're close enough to the water down right. there. That it's, it's, I didn't think it, about pentas. All yeah. the pentas on the table turned black one year. Sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have thought about that. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty plant. I like that. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's a nectar source, too. For it is, it is yeah. a nectar source, yeah. Right. Yeah, we planted it this last spring. We planted a, a butterfly and hummingbird. We had a big circular planter in the backyard that had been empty for years and so just okay filled it with butterflies we we put in we put in milkweed we put in sage put it put in all kinds of stuff and and we and when the when the things are when the plants are in bloom they're yeah they're they're great and you do get a lot of butterflies and you do get a lot of hummingbirds and the great thing about it is you don't have to go and clean it like you do a a hummingbird feeder correct you you don't have to refill it you know you don't have Sugar water dripping all over your, all over your patio. Bees I mean, and, and yeah. bees and yeah. ants and everything right. else. Right. It it really is a. It's a much tidier way of, yeah, of feeding things. Plus, it also makes your yard look, makes your yeah. yard, yard look much better as well. So, True. So make them earn it. Pretty, make the bees and the butterflies pretty, earn it. <laughs> yeah, pretty well, pretty happy both. with that decision yeah. though. We have tons and tons of salvias and, and other you know nectar sources, and then some hummingbird feeders out the back door so that you can sit on the porch and and actually watch them congregate. You know, I think our total count now is twenty seven. Correct me if I'm wrong there, but I think we had twenty seven hummingbirds at once on the feeders in oh, this wow. one section. Yeah, wow. When it was cool a, a couple maybe a week or two ago, they were coming and and sharing individual feeding holes. Next, they said next. It was yeah, very. We've never seen I, that before. Yeah. They would. They would. One would stick its snout in there and, and, and eat, and then sit back, and the other one would take it. They, yeah, they were just usually, covering it. Usually, they fight. They fight like crazy. This yeah. was not the case. Yeah, yeah they are very uh, territorial. Yes. Yeah, that's unusual. That is very unusual. Um, if you if you didn't get your 
if you didn't get bulbs in, there's still a few things left. Uh, we have amaryllis left. We have a yeah. lot of amaryllis. Oh, yeah, yeah, we some do have pretty amaryllis, amaryllis too. Yeah. Uh, we even have some amaryllis that are boxed. If you're boxed. looking for, yeah. if okay. you're looking for a Christmas present for somebody, we've we've got those. Still some paper in Poway. At least we still had some paper whites and some King Alfred daffodils, Dutch iris. We had some lycoris, which that, that's actually a really pretty flower. That goes, spider lily. Yeah, people or, don't yeah. even know about it. Yeah, it's so a, it's in flower, but yeah, it's a really neat plant. Um, we had stargazer and Casablanca lilies, very okay. easy to grow, huge flowers, right. six, eight inches across. Um, but if you're going to, any kind of lilies that you're going to grow though, especially if they're in the house, uh, make yeah. sure you keep your cat away from them. They're not, they're Toxic. not, they are not good for cats. Correct. So, uh, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back with more garden talk right here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Don't go away. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. In Southern California, using your heater and AC in the same day is not unusual. With our high energy costs, it's essential to keep your home comfort system operating efficiently. At Jackson & Foster Heating & Air, your health and safety come first. They meet all CDC requirements for employee and workplace standards. All technicians are pre-screened every morning and wear protective gear. They wash their hands and sanitize tools prior to entering your home and will practice physical distancing. They're currently offering both virtual and in-person consultations by appointment for the replacement of any HVAC equipment. Call Jackson & Foster Heating & Air, a North American Contractor of the Year, for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson & Foster Heating & Air, our family serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. I heard the Federal Reserve may raise interest rates. Yes, in fact, mortgage rates have already started going up on the rumors. That's why we just refinanced with owning. We got a 30-year fixed 2.5% rate, 2.731 APR. And we also took thousands out in cash to use for a bunch of other things. Owning made the whole process fast and easy. Wait up. Check, please. I'm going to call owning and lock in my refi now. Call Owning at 8332-OWNING or go to owning.com and lock in a 30-year fixed refi at today's 2.5% rate, 2.731 APR. That's 8332-OWNING or owning.com. NMLS 2611. Licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Subject to credit approval for qualified borrowers. Call 833-303-2161 for terms and conditions. Equal housing lender. Call Owning at 8332-OWNING or log on to owning.com. That's 8332-OWNING or owning.com. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When 
when I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. David Ross should be returning next weekend uh, <clears throat> from his little vacation. And I'm sure he'll give us a great report on all the all the plants that he saw down in uh, Antarctica. Yes, I'm so, sure he will. So we, we shall see. He actually shared some photos with me of some plants because uh, I teased him that I was going to sign him up to teach some Plant, you know, a course called you know Plants of Antarctica, yeah. but he showed some plants. I think it was from either the Falklands or South Georgia Island. A, a couple, yeah. Like, there's some stuff, basically that grows, dandelions yeah. or something growing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe some picks. Yeah, uh, some other stuff that's still available. Uh, we do have a, we still have a very good selection of potato say uh, potato sets available. So if you if you want to try growing potatoes, uh, now is the time to do it. Uh, and we do have a lot of anemones, uh, anemone corms left as well. So. Those are all things that you can. Those get out used in your, to be really, really popular. Anemones and you know and, and ranunculus, ranunculus too. Right. The amount of ranunculus. We I remember we used to sell oh, ranunculus bags, by yeah. the five hundred in a in a bag. Correct. At a, at a time, yeah. It's yeah. It's kind of interesting how things change. How things, things change. Yeah. Thing, I, I put a bunch of um, another set of paper whites in and uh, some of the the uh, yellow big daffodils big, as well. Mm-hmm. I guess King Alfred's, King Alfred's. Uh, and Freesias and. I did that over the last maybe four or five weeks, and they're all coming up beautifully right now. I sh- the paper I sh- whites are were in bloom. Yeah, and I love that. I like that smell. It can be overpowering. Fragrant. It can be, but yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those weird one one yeah. of those weird smells that people some people really like it and some people don't. Some I, people I like don't. it. I think I think if it's in the house, I think it can be overpowering. It's like a burnt plastic almost. But if it's outside, it, I uh, yeah, I actually enjoy it. Yeah, there's airflow. Yeah, right. yeah I agree with you. Oh, it's like uh, what's the other one? Stocks. Yeah, I, I love stocks. Some too. people yeah. love some people love the smell of stocks, and some people don't. I, I, I can go either way with it. it it's not. I wouldn't well, go out. I wouldn't go out of my way to try to find something with the fragrance of stock. Well, it's just basically truth. like I nutmeg and cinnamon. In the nursery yeah. and having you know nice smell, yeah. but. I don't. I I, put, yeah. I actually put some in in the front herb garden because I I like the smell. <laughs> uh, and carnations is another one. Correct. Yeah. Uh, you know that's another one that we don't that we don't get very, that we don't get very often um, is the big florist carnation. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we have yeah. to make effort to do that because there's really not very good. many people that grow it. No. We would get the cuttings in and have somebody grow it for us back in the day. Day. Yeah. Um, we haven't done that in a while. We might have to revisit have that. have to take but, a look at yeah. that. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to go to the phones. We're going to head up to Vista where Fran is waiting. Good morning, Fran. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm so glad I got you back on the air because I've got problems left and right, so I'm going to try one today. Um, I thought um, I've got a house that has sidewalks all the way around the perimeter of the house. And I noticed that there was a lot of holes going under there, so, well, I thought they were gophers. 
So I got a black hole trap and I put it under and it's been there for, there was two of them. They were there for about a good month or so. The other day I went out and um, the trap was gone and I just had to look about a foot away from me and there it was. It wasn't a gopher. It was the biggest squirrel I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was humongous and it it was underneath the sidewalk things. That's what's coming out. Mm -hmm. So... Besides the black hole, is there anything, I know that a lot of rodents and stuff, because I'll put it under the car, and I have a car that I leave outside, it's in a key, you know, where you you hide your key underneath the hood, mm-hmm. and I put the cotton in there, and it's peppermint oil that you put in, mm-hmm. and I was wondering if I got some of that and put put a, a wad of that underneath and, and, and then shove the dirt back over, would that kind of move them? Out or <laughs> I squirrels are tough. <clears throat> yeah, they can they can be they can be tough. You're, you're not gonna you're not gonna lose anything by trying. That's for sure. Right. Um, the and you can continue to tr- you can continue to try to trap them as well. Um, the black hole black hole traps work well. Um, the the, the, the squirrelinator is actually very effective for squirrels. Yes. I'm sorry, oh, I missed that last one. Oh, the cage. The, the cage is called cage. a squirrelinator. Uh, because it catches more than one at any given time, you can you know go out there late in the afternoon and have three or four caught in it. And then what I was supposed to do with the squirrels because you can't transport them anymore. No, you have to dispatch them. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah it's, uh, uh, what does that mean, dispatch them? Well, <laughs> yeah, there's not. Yeah, it means exactly what you think it means. Um, okay, that's what I thought it meant. Well, yeah. I, I'd rather do the black hole, and I was so surprised that it. But I guess it was desperate to get out because I put concrete, uh, I mean, um, bricks alongside so it, you know, it can't just push it out of the way and mm-hmm. get out. But this one just, and it was a big one. Yeah, um, I think I'd rather do the black hole than to have to see the squirrels alive and have to take care of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 that's probably, that's probably what I would do too because it, 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 it would be, is be not too. very humane, but effective. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, it, 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 it you can't. It, well, the the, the squirrelinator actually comes with a, a tub in which yeah. it was de- originally designed for water, but that's illegal now in California as well. So you have to do it in a different manner. Usually, it's it's either gas or with a an a, an air rifle or something. It's, yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah. oh no, I'm not yeah. <laughs> no, no, I hear I'm, you. Yep, that is black hole and a little peppermint oil and see if I can do it. Exactly. Yeah. Have, have a hard trap. But then you can't relocate them. So um, uh, the only thing I use to have a heart is for the rabbits when I really get overpopulated with rabbits. But mm-hmm. that hasn't been a problem. It's the, it's the rodents that are really just driving me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, guys. Thank you. I just, um, you know, just I, I love listening to you in the morning and it's really, really great. So thank you guys for being back on. And, and I finally found you guys. So. Well, thank you very much for getting up in the morning and listening to us. Okay. Appreciate Bye. It very Take much. care. Yep. Um, yeah, you know that squirrels yes. are God. They're that amazing. whole relocation thing is, yeah. is kind of. I don't quite understand it because I was watching the news a couple of months ago, and I even I even pointed it out to Melanie. They were at a raccoon rescue here somewhere. So it was somewhere here in San Diego County where they rescue orphaned or injured whatever raccoons and they have this big sanctuary for them and they get them healthy again and what do they do with them relocate them they relocate i know 
Uh, well, I, maybe I, they I, check them for disease or, or well, such. They but they probably you know, do. Because, I mean, that's still. the big thing is they're concerned about disease. Well, I, I, have, I have the opening page right here for trapping out for California, mm-hmm. the University of California Integrated Pest Management, where they, they, they cite the, uh, the wildlife side of the, of the, the state's um, legal system here. And it says it is illegal to relocate wildlife in the state of California without a permit. So they may have a permit so they can take appropriate oh, precautions. Maybe. And it says, in this, in this case, we're talking squirrels, and it says, live captured ground squirrels must be released immediately on the property where they were caught. Some people say, well, why would I release them where I caught them? Well, they they might have been in your garage or your shed, and you caught them and got them out of the shed and were able to shut it. So that's one of the reasons. Or they must be euthanized by, illegal, by legal and humane measures. Yeah, that, I remember um, my, my really good friend Tom had a, his mom had a raccoon problem at her house. She lived up in... Palmdale or somewhere, right. or Lancaster, and Antelope Valley, I guess it was. And so he got to have a heart trap, and he caught the, and he caught the raccoon. And so he called animal control and said, "You know what? I got a, I got a raccoon. I live trapped yeah, a raccoon, do I do? and yeah. I, and I need to relocate it. Where should I relocate it to? Oh, you can't relocate it. And he's like, "Well, what? What do you mean I can't relocate it?" He said, "Well, if you raccoons are territorial, and if you put it into an area where there's another raccoon." They could, they could get a into a confrontation. They could yes. get into a confrontation, and the raccoon might get injured. And he said, "So what am I supposed to do with it?" Well, I can said, either he can fill, either get injured or I could kill it. Yeah, yeah. This, fill up a trash can with water and drown it. And he said, "So I can't relocate it someplace because it might get injured, right. but you want me to kill it instead." And he said, "Yeah, that's the way that it works." I don't. I. Yeah, I've suffice never, it to say, I don't believe that he killed the raccoon. But yeah, I've never been. Uh, yeah, it, I, I it, don't know that I can. As much as I don't like them, I'm not much. I don't think I could kill something like that. I, I don't. I, I, I know I couldn't. Well, I, I don't. I know I couldn't either. Yeah, I was just I trying just, to give myself a little out. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a, uh, it's it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I, I have to admit. Um, oh, you know, we got what we got this year. And we had a we had a few left in Poway. I don't know what they have in San Diego. I know I transferred some down. We got mistletoe this year. Oh, okay. I had to import it from Oregon, but we've got it. Uh, we have to stop everybody from hugging and kissing, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But our supplier yeah, and mistletoe is all over San Diego County. Correct. Our suppliers dry our up. Supplier, down here, our suppliers yeah. just dry up. They just yeah. disappear. And I the last time we had it, I actually went and got a bunch of bunch of seeds off of it. And went and smeared them all over the uh, sycamore that's sycamore? In, in, okay. in in the parking lot in Poway. Didn't take. Didn't take. So yeah. I might try it again this year because some of it has some seeds on it. So we'll we'll see. But it'd be nice to have a source for it. Uh, right. On our own. Um, when we were up in Paso Robles, uh, well, guys, I guess it's about five or six years ago. Uh, I was surprised at how many different things mistletoe was growing on up there. Everybody thinks that it's usually oak trees and then sycamore trees right it was growing in all kinds of stuff up in paso robles which really which really surprised me because the only two things that i see it really growing in here in in san diego county is is um oak trees and uh, six sycamores yeah yeah Yeah. seen a lot in the laguna mountains on hikes up there we we actually we were in a we were we pulled into a parking lot at a winery in paso and they had a bunch of they had a bunch of trees in the in the parking lot, and one of the trees, I can't remember what it was, some deciduous tree, um, 
it didn't have any foliage on it, but, but it had it, a lot of the the whole head of the tree was mistletoe. It That's... was probably like four or five feet in diameter. Wow! It was, yeah. and it was the only green tree in the parking lot, and it was just because of the mistletoe was, was That's growing. Wild. Yeah, it's an interesting, interesting plant. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. At Napa, we keep things moving. If it has wheels and an engine, we help keep it on the road. And if it's on the road, we have parts for it. And if you need a part, you can get it fast, like same-day pickup or next-day delivery fast. At Napa, when we're not thinking about cars, we're thinking about the people who drive them. Because when it comes to serving you in our community, our motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Same-day pickup and next-day delivery available at participating stores and on in-stock items only. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish uh... is pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it and we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Um, you know, we're, get, we're getting into um, camellia season. The Sasanqua camellias are... Popping, are starting yeah. to go off. Yuletides, uh, Yuletides, Yuletides, yeah. all of them. The They're, pinkaboos. We got all kinds of all kinds of them going right now. They they look they look really nice. Yeah, th- this time of the year. Now's the time to buy them because people um, typically um, we'll get people come in in the spring looking for camellias, which is not a problem to plant them. It's just that now you can see what the flowers look like, mm-hmm. and it's hard to well for me at least. To imagine what they to visualize or or to describe, yeah, yeah, what they look like. So it's a great time to buy them, and usually this is our best selection. You know, that's time. a yeah, that's a good point. You know, we we've gone up to the Huntington Garden now a couple times, and you know the gardens are spectacular, but the camellias are never in bloom because we've been going in the summer. In the right. summer, I, I think right. we need a a winter trip to the well, to the gardens. Um, not be a bad idea. Huntington a and um, uh, 
Descanso. Descanso, yeah. Descanso Gardens has huge, You and I spoke about going up there. We, we should, huge I've never been there. We should go there, too. I have never been there, either. Um, I would would definitely like to. We should to make that a there. day trip, but but I think Capri and I need to get up to the Huntington to see the camellias, because there's so many up there in that right. big walk. Yeah. The, um, well, that's it's funny, because we get a lot of camellias. Well, we used to get a lot of camellias from up in that area, not the hybridizers. Like, oh, Nucio's. Uh, Nucio's. Right, so right. Nucio's is probably the most famous yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because we have, is it Nucio's and, Supreme? What's the, oh. the one of the varieties? Oh, oh Nucio, Joe, Joe Nucio, Julio, uh, Nucio's, all kinds. Nucio's Gem. Nucio's Gem, Gem, that's the one. Gem. Yeah, that's the one the I remember. The Pelorosa's one yeah. from them, yeah. which is. Yeah, yeah pro- probably one of the, probably yeah. one of the greatest camellia yeah, hybridizers that ever Great guys, too. Great family. And probably one of the best, probably the best commercial camellia grower is um, Monrovia. Monrovia, yeah. yeah they they've got it, and they've down. taken a lot of the new. They have a lot. They of have Nucios. grown a lot of new shows. Yes. New shows, um, hybrids. Correct. Um, but yeah, they they grow just absolutely spectacular. They do spectacular they do. plants. Um, but now's the know, time if you want to go buy them. Now's the time to see them in flower at least. And, you know what you decisions. don't hear. You know what you don't hear about people doing anymore. It was waxing chameleons. Remember when that yeah. was? Was you get a really nice big chameleon flower and you dip it in par- melted paraffin wax and it would preserve it for yeah a long time. It's a good point. Ray, Ray, Ray Landon used to do. He that. used to I, do that. Yes. Yeah. Um, it. I guess it's kind of a kind of a lost art these days. Yeah. There's a lot of things that <clears throat> interesting. Yeah, I've yeah. I've never done it. I've seen it done. Right. Um, I've yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, different. I, I wouldn't do it, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's a. But there's a lot of things I wouldn't do that most yeah. people do do. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Uh, one of the things that we got in this year that we haven't we've had them in the past, but not in the not in the quantity and the selection that we we have this year is um two inch poinsettias. Oh, okay. blooming blue, single flowers, single flower plants in little two inch pot. Uh, we used to get them basically just in in red or maybe white. White, but yeah. We've got them in a in a variety of colors this huh. year that we haven't had before, um, which I thought was was really interesting. And the I think the only I think the only uh, Christmas rose poinsettias that we got this year are the are, are the, two, are the two inch, and that's one of that. Yeah, that's a really cool plant. I think so too. That's a that's a really really neat plant. We got some little. I I don't want to say they're they're not really bushes and they're not really patio trees, but that that white, the, they're about oh, two feet across, about two two feet three feet tall, and it's white with just a very tin, light tinge of pink on the edge of the pe- on the edge of the petals. I, I don't re- remember seeing that one. Yeah, we got those in the we got those in the other day. It's yeah. they're really pretty. And I have not seen that one before. Yeah, so. there's hybridizers. I don't. I don't know. I still, as we, as we've said countless times uh, over the years at this time, that my the red poinsettia. That well, yeah, that's it, the standard. That's bear, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the others seem wrong. That's that's <laughs> probably my favorite. And, but you know, I also remember when the only poinsettias that we would have red, we have pink, we have white which wasn't even really white right, it was kind it was of yellow yellowish yeah, yeah. and jingle bells right and that was it there, right. there, there were no other there were no other colors. now there's 
maroons, uh, oranges, maroons, orange, different shades um, of pink, yellow, yeah. true white, right, right, um, as opposed to that lime white or yellowy red, white, yeah. right, um, different size, you know, the what is it, princetias, the yeah, those the, are the, the smaller, smaller bracts, yeah, um, but they're they're very pretty, lots of color, you know. yeah, no, it's it they it's things have, things have really changed, but yeah, just yeah. the this the single stem, single flower, red. The giant red points. Right. Those are, yeah. Those Again. are those, those are my those are my showstoppers. Yeah. You know, it's we also go wrong with those. N- not not a poinsettia, but we also received those. Um, oh, Christmas. Stir- well, I was going to say the the, the uh, staghorn fern, the superbum. Oh, yeah. In, oh, yeah. in one yeah. gallon containers, and yeah, and yeah. those are unique. Yeah, because those have to be started from spores. Those those are mm-hmm. not cut. Correct. And, and yeah, just they're not thrown divided. onto a board. Yeah, right. right. They're not divided. So yeah, get it in a one gallon. I think the I think they were twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, it's a pretty good sized plant. So yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Take it home and put it on a board and let it go, and you'll have a a beautiful specimen. That one's different too. I mean, it's it's a very and not too it, long. It's unique. Yeah, it's a it's a really it's a it's a really neat plant. Um, and once again this year, um, Norfolk pines have disappeared. Yeah, yeah, we were we were lucky last year. I think we got ahead of it a bit and ordered some early or something. But it, yeah, the, it we yeah we have four inch and fifteen gallons. Yeah, we have, I, yeah, <laughs> we have four nothing inch in tall between. Yeah, four, fifteen yeah, feet or six, twelve feet. We have four, tall, four, four, yeah. four, yeah, four inches tall and six feet and six exactly. feet tall. And the the 15s that we have actually are pretty are, are really nice shape. They're good looking yeah. plants. How, how do they do here? Have you guys grown? Oh, them they more? grow like crazy. They, they do yeah. well. Yeah, they do. yeah. Pretty much all of the area carriers do yeah. really do really well around here. Well, but yeah, they they get sit they in get Point Loma, big. look out, look look to the east, and look up Mission Hills and see. Well, all I, I figured down there with yeah. the marine layer might be a little. I was wondering how they did out this way. You know, Poway I, slash. I know they do. They do well in Scripps Ranch because there, okay. there's. Um, some not too far from my house where they were, they were huge. They were, Oh, I, I don't, I want to say they were maybe 40 feet and they went through and they cut like 10 feet off the top yeah, of them. That's not going to make it I, look I, good. No. Yeah, and you might as well just take the whole thing down. They, 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 they sat there and they looked stupid for a long time right. and now they're branching and growing from right. the, from the cut again. Right. So it's, yeah, I don't know why that. Yeah, that's a tree that. you got to have the space for, and you, you really can't top them. In my there opinion, there are a lot of yeah. people top trees that should not be topped. Yeah. Correct from an aesthetics. The um, Ocean Beach Christmas tree again this year is a Norfolk pine. Okay, uh, they've done it. I think it's the last few years they've had it. That's it's cool. It's been a Norfolk pine. Yeah, again, people. Yeah. You, I mean, we've sold them in the past. As as you know, living Christmas tree. Right. That's a yeah. that's a great living, right? Great then living people Christmas tree. Move them out and grow them in their yard. Yeah, and they do great. Yeah, it's a. I I I'm a big fan of Ericarias. I think yeah, it's, I I think too. it's a really it's a really neat plant. And I actually had I actually asked Brian to look to look for some because we didn't we didn't have any. Right. Nobody's growing it anymore. No, you, we the, used to get them from ABC and just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, myriad of places, but now it's yeah. you're right. Er, yeah, er, Eric Hanna's, um, so, Will Eyes. We right. just don't. Nobody Since you're going to start growing mistletoe, so yeah, we have we a could, source. Maybe we, we should be doing Norfolk, Norfolk pines. Put them right on there. Yeah, yeah. got to yeah. find the seed for them. Yes. and get them going. Ah, uh, let's see. Oh, Army Navy game today. Well, it's so, nine o'clock. Uh, 
That's right. We're gonna have to go, have to go Philadelphia. check that out. Philadelphia. Yeah. That's my favorite game of the year. <laughs> mine too. Yeah. Mine too. And George is probably the only captain in the Navy that's never watched it. So. <laughs> Actually, I have a supply officer friend who uh, she told me that she's never seen a game either, but she's also a retired Navy captain. So, oh, yeah. That's it for Garden Talk. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back next weekend. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.